This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. We adopted a resolution this week, and the old dress code says women should wear dresses, skirts, or slacks with a blazer or a sweater. The new rules now say proper attire for women is jackets worn with those dresses, skirts, or slacks. Change proposed by a woman who is Republican uh, lawmaker Ann Kelly. The men's dress code did not change, nor was it debated. So she didn't say it. But, Steph, do you, I hear she's saying Republicans suck. A new dress code, which is pretty wholly inaccurate. Uh, but for men, nothing. Some of the headlines. Uh, the, this is from Forbes magazine. Forbes, breaking news. The clothing, breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Forbes. Forbes magazine. The clothing police. Missouri House adopts stricter dress code for women. Fake news. Republicans blasted for telling women how to dress in Missouri legislature. Missouri House adopts new dress code for women. This has been the take on this in national news outlets. And people are going to believe it because, again, national news outlets flat out lying to these people. State Rep. Cherie Tolson Reich, who is a female Republican in the House Welcome into the show, Cherie. You hear this? By the way, this is a Fox affiliate in St. Louis. Hey, it's uh, KDNL, Fox affiliate in St. Louis with the story. But nothing for the men, the Missouri House. They want to control what the... What's your reaction when you hear that that's played in the St. Louis market? Oh, this was nationwide, Brandon, uh, even in Fox News National. Um, It's a nothing burger. It's blown out of proportion, making a big deal out of absolutely nothing. We've always had dress codes uh, for men and women. And, you know, this basically added sweaters or cardigan sweaters. And uh, it, it really, I don't know what the big deal is. We are professionals. We need to dress professional you know, and, and we need to follow the rules and have protocols and decorum. Uh, it just blows me away. And I th- so it's interesting for a couple of reasons. Number one, because what was being talked about. Uh, and, and by the way, and, and Steph, Steph has my back on this. I fell for the headline in St. Louis Post-Dispatch last week when it first became a thing. I fell for it. And I pride myself on usually not following uh, falling for that stuff. But then the way it's been purported in the national news, so this is just another example of how we talk about these these college-educated journalists, including the <laughs> Mizzou's School of Journalism. They get out of school and they go out and they print out and, and lie. They lie about the news when people, oh, how great the School of Journalism is. Man, I love Mizzou. I really do. Uh, but any school of journalism, not just Mizzou, this is what they're doing. That's what they're putting out there. They are uh, they are lying. So what's the bottom line on it? The bottom line is it's it's nothing but clarification and and just continuing to do what we've always done. Um, people on both sides of the aisle have not followed the dress code. And, uh, you know, they need to. They, and one, one uh, commentator was making a joke that um, women should have the right to bear arms, B-A-R-E. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was funny. But, uh, you know, people were even saying uh, we are oppressing women. No, we are not. 
it, it's just ludicrous and and uh, making a big deal out of nothing. And if men have to dress professionally, so should women. We're not allowed to wear flip flops on the floor. We're not allowed to wear hats Hold on ya. the floor. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we've we've covered that one this morning. State Rep Sheree Tolson Rice is joining us here on ninety three nine The Eagle and one zero four five News Radio nine fifty KWOS. Representative, when we talked to you a while back, when you talked to us about priorities for the session, not to change the subject, but to change the subject, something that came home to roost with a lot of people with personal property taxes at the end of the year, and people looked at what their cars and vehicles were valued at and just, you know, had a, had a real problem with it. I know this is something you plan to address. Correct. And and looking at my bill, you know, I have an older car with high mileage, but yet now it's worth so much more. My taxes went up just like everybody else's. And uh, Senator Bill Igle has a bill to try to eliminate it completely. But I think it, it, at a practical standpoint, it needs to be somehow phased in or, you know, put some kind of parameters on it, whether um, either excluding certain things, whether it's boats, motorcycles or what, but or, or something that's over a certain number of years old. But, you know, the, the flip side is how are they going to replace that revenue? And so this is going to have to be a deep discussion and and, uh, you know, debated on on uh, both both sides of the building. Representative, we appreciate you joining us. Just a very quick point about the uh, the dress code. And then I have a question about a committee you were just appointed to. The Republicans did target Mike Moon last year, one of the most conservative Republicans, <laughs> one of, maybe the most conservative Republican in the legislature, his own party, because he walked down on the Senate floor wearing overalls and, and he was basically, they threatened to kick him out and kicked him off of committees or were some other things there too. So it, this this has come up before and it's not just Democrats, it's Republicans too, obviously. You have just been appointed Speaker Plocker, Vice Chair of the Higher Education Committee in Jefferson City. How important yes. how important is that in your role? It's huge. It, it basically is my uh, relationship I have with MU. Um, I, I think they felt I would go to bat and, and be a, a spokesperson for uh, the flagship council and, and the impact it has not just here in mid-Missouri, but statewide, nationwide. You know, with our research reactor, uh, we've got a lot of good things coming out of MU, and I will be there to support them and all higher ed institutions. State Representative Cherie Tolson-Reich is uh, hanging out with us on the show, talking about a myriad of things, the uh, uh, the uh, dress code. You know what? I wish... Here's the next. Here's the next thing. This should get national headlines, and I know it would never fly. But after sitting there uh, in the chambers watching Governor Parson's state of the state uh, address, and I don't know how many hundreds of people were in the chamber that day, and Governor Mike Parson honoring, I think it was the Missouri State Highway Patrol trooper who was yes, injured, it was yes injured. Uh, and still has uh, uh, visible issues because of what happened while he was serving and protecting us. And that house, I've never heard in such confined quarters, the the people that got him cheered and the standing O that went on and on and on. And to see a group of lawmakers, I'm going to assume they were from Kansas City or the St. Louis area, to sit. To sit on that floor, not clap, not acknowledge the heroic acts of this guy. That is one of the most sickening things I've ever personally witnessed in our Missouri state capitol. Maybe that could be the uh, the next law. Where are we with legalized sports betting? 
So um, it has been uh, proposed the last several years. There's a lot of people for it. Uh, I personally will be a no vote. I think we have enough gambling uh, in Missouri as it is, but um, it, it's gotten a lot of traction. I think it's one of the speaker's priorities, and so it will be brought up for debate. We'll see how the final vote comes down. You know, I think we take enough money uh, out of people, and some people have gambling addictions, and it really hurts their families, but it, it's going to be a topic, yes. All right. And anything else you want to add, something you feel is important that we've not had a chance uh, uh, to get to? Well, I, you mentioned that the governor will be giving his State of the State address this Wednesday, starting at 3. It's live-streamed, and it kind of sets the tone for the coming session and, uh, you know, there's some of us on that floor that uh, back the blue and others that want to defund the police. So there's a clear distinction. And uh, so I, I'm looking forward to working hard. Uh, I'm on four committees, back on education, back on elections. And as a, a senior, my final term, I'll be taking more of a leadership role. I'm already taking freshmen under my wing to mentor them. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Who's the, oh, and all of a sudden, Maisie, she's like 24 years old, Northwest Missouri. She's been on here a couple of times. We think, one, if not the, one of the youngest ever elected to a, uh, uh, to the uh, legislature. Maisie's her yeah. name. Have you had any dealings with her? Absolutely. So Maisie Boyd and I, uh, being that we're like-minded and very conservative, I've kind of already taken her under my wing. But... She's, she's strong. She's fierce. And um, she's been in my office. We've sat down and talked. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with her. I think we're both going to kick butt and take names. So we're uh, uh, very excited. 24 is the minimum age. Dirk Deaton was 24 when he came in. Um, there, there's been several over the uh, course of history that came in at 24 but she's a fighter like i am and it's going to be great hey and let me ask you this not, not that i'm wanting you to come on and, and trash her but jess piper i'm i'm assuming you're familiar with the name jess piper I, I uh, yeah. vaguely, vaguely. Yes. she's dirt road yes. Democrat uh, yes. within Jeff City. She got a lot of talk because she raised a lot of money, very active social presence. Uh, it did not show come election time in the uh, house seat that she ran for in very rural northwest Missouri. She was uh, she had agreed to come on the show this morning uh, to uh, talk about Democrats take that Democrats are the ones potentially setting up our president uh, with these classified documents because the Democrats don't even want this guy in office anymore. And I'm going to uh, assume that m maybe she had an emergency or something, but she wasn't able to join us on the uh, on the show this morning. Anything, no, I'm always prompting on time. I'm never late on this show. <laughs> and whatever. And I always give uh, the right information on how to get in touch uh, with you uh, with you also. State Rep. Cherie Tolson Rice, thank, thank, you. thank you for joining us this morning here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOOS. Thank you for being here. Some of the other things coming up uh, this week. We're going to talk about storm training. There's some storm training sessions that are going on in Boone County and also in other parts like Osage and Cole County. Um, things like that. City Council meeting tonight in Columbia. That's going on. They're talking about um, marijuana. How are they going to tax the weed? And I'm sure they get all excited. Ooh. Another tax, another tax stream, marijuana. Uh, and rightly so, the Chamber of Commerce 
has been talking about this too as far as it relates to what's happening in the workplace because when it comes to medical marijuana work your bosses can't discriminate against you if you're taking medicinal marijuana and the chamber of commerce missouri chamber of commerce recently talking about well how would this apply as it relates to recreational marijuana because the big thing is with the recreational marijuana it's like people they compare it to booze sure uh, but you can go out over the weekend and you have a few drinks, meet with the girls, happy hour, what have you. Next day, going to work, no big deal. Nobody would ever know you drank. But in the workplace, if you're doing the weed, if for some reason you got urine tested, people would know that you're on the weed. So I think that's kind of one of the interesting things we can look for on the forefront. Coming up, we are going to do What's Hot With. Hannah, what do you have for us, Hannah? Well, the folks of Dallas, Texas saw the stories about the Boone County. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. 725. Time for What's Hot with Hannah. It's still weird. My Joe so I'm Biden. not used to that. It's one. What's hot? By the way, Joe Biden, he whispered again over the over the weekend. I don't know why. Uh, he was talking about vetoing stuff. Well, let me be very clear. If any of these bills make it to my desk, I will veto them. Maybe the sensitivity in his hearing aids is just set too high. <laughs> What's hot with Hannah today? You know, the folks of Dallas, I think they saw some local news that we've had here in mid-Missouri of a big old bobcat on the loose in Boone County, and they decided to outdo us. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Zoo on Friday spent most of the day searching for an escaped uh, cloud leopard that had gotten out of its enclosure. And thankfully they found it by the time Friday evening hit. Um, there was no major incidences that have been reported. Um, but how do you just lose a whole leopard? That's what I wanna know. <laughs> Apparently they're investigating it because in their opinion, it looks like the fence to the enclosure was intentionally cut. The second cloud leopard in the enclosure decided to stay put. No, I'm a chill here. Three hots and a cot every day. Why would I leave? <laughs> right? Um, but I think it's crazy that officials were just like, yeah, there's a leopard on the loose. Um, but they said that it wasn't a serious situation, which is slightly concerning. I feel like that's kind of a big deal, but maybe not. Now, somebody standing in front of the big hole of the leopard enclosure fence. Nothing to see here. Nothing to fear here. Yeah, officials said that the animal posed no danger, which, again... Sounds like our deal. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> again, though, I'm not sure I fully believe it, but that's neither here nor there. I guess this isn't the first time that the Dallas Zoo has had an animal escape either. In 2004, they had a like a big gorilla get out. And unfortunately, that gorilla was not quite as calm or elusive as the leopard. Um, the gorilla ended up killing a couple people. I wonder if the gorilla, is that one of those animals? We talk about um, general, most animals in the wild, they are more afraid of you than you are of them. Maybe gorillas don't belong in that category. Yeah, the gorilla injured several and killed at least three. And they had to end up, I believe, shoot it to kill it. But And you guys wonder why I don't exactly love animals. Dogs. <laughs> you don't like dogs. <laughs> and birds. When was the last time you did a story about a killer escaped dog from the Humane Society? I know a lot of people who have scarring and who have, yeah, from I got, dog bites. I got scarring. Yeah. yeah. And, and have been in the hospital because of dogs uh and ranch dressing 
Also, Stephanie doesn't like sandwiches, Santa Claus, <laughs> uh, did cookies, I, and also true <laughs> fruit. But she likes fruit cake. No <laughs> fruit cake sandwiches. <laughs> With turkey gravy on them. I didn't know that about Stop Steph. it. You're scaring her. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Meanwhile, apparently, so they, and I wonder if somebody's going around and doing this because at the same zoo, there was a, a hole cut in the monkey enclosure. Uh, the headline, all monkeys accounted for after staff. <laughs> <laughs> I like this, this place. About, yeah, right? <laughs> all monkeys accounted for after staff discover a hole cut in the monkey habitat. At the uh, Dallas Zoo. And I don't know if we've ever had any big time uh, es- escapes from the St. Louis or Kansas City uh, Zoo. Some of the interesting things. That's what's hot. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Because the thing is, children are most often abused or hurt by people they know. Whether it's a close family member or an acquaintance, it's very rarely a stranger. And so I want my kids to understand what strange behavior is. That's a mom's gun viral on uh, TikTok. Stranger danger. Did you learn this as a kid? Stranger danger, stranger danger, stranger danger. My parents never taught me that. What's my kid code or something? Remember? <laughs> Pineapple. Oh, wait. No. Different code. Uh, but she's she's gone viral because she's taken that, uh, hey, you know, maybe, sure, you want to, when it comes to your kids, be wary of strangers. But she's like, maybe we should focus more on the strange behaviors, even of those closest in our circle. And how do you handle this with you? You got young kids. Yeah, I mean, my kids have been with babysitters or daycare. I mean, they've been around other people their whole lives. And we, we used to joke like, well, if you've got a sucker, it doesn't, you know, they're, they're yours. If you've got a piece of candy. Uh, so they're, they're pretty friendly. They're used to being around other people. And so, but I like how she describes that. So, you know, we do talk about strangers. Um, I think, and I think she's right in that the data shows that it's, that more often than not, um, it's people that you know. And so we all in our house, we talk a lot about um, secrets versus surprises and that we don't that it's OK to have a surprise um, that that's something that you withhold for a moment to make somebody, you know, to, to have some sort of special event or special surprise. But that, you know, you don't we don't keep a secret, which is things that you don't that people tell you not to tell other people. Uh, and I think she covered that too. Oh, really? Strange behavior. Asking them to go somewhere without their mom and dad. Strange behavior. And my girls understand what to look for, whether it's in somebody they know really well or somebody they don't know at all. It's categorized as strange behavior and therefore their red flags go up. Anybody can have strange behavior, whether we know them or not. And when that starts to happen, they are immediately to come to us. And she does go on to say the secret thing. The secret thing, that's a weird one. That's what she tells her kids. John, you remember the advice from your parents when it came to strangers? Yeah, you know, run away, get away. My parents always told me, if you feel like you're being followed, instead of screaming, uh, pick your nose. Because whoever, I swear to God, this is my mom's sense of humor. Because whoever that you think might be wanting to abduct you as you're walking down Arsenal Street in South St. Louis. If you think that person you're thinking they might want to abduct you, if you pick your nose, then maybe they'll <laughs> maybe <Twice>. they'll, <laughs> maybe they'll have uh, second thoughts. Well, you and I can relate. You know, growing up on Air Force bases and all, we were kind of in a really controlled environment where that stuff just didn't happen and it wasn't an issue was it yeah it didn't have to it was it was never really uh, a concern for the most part where i grew up until i moved to the uh parts of st louis i don't think i'm supposed to say inner city anymore because some people is afraid there's an implication it means a certain thing 
I was in the city of St. Louis. Mr. Houseworth, uh, it'll be a good question for him, too. Well, yeah, but I think that's right, John. I mean, I grew up on Greenberry Road. My husband grew up over on the west side near Bel Air, and he would ride his bike down to Bob's Market by himself sure. with his friends to get a sandwich, you know, or whatever. And uh, And we were just, you know gone all day and that's something that you know i feel bad that my kids don't have that experience in the Um, pre-cell phone days even oh yeah for sure and you just knew like i have to be home by dinner you know your parents will just come out and start yelling or calling the neighbors like do you know where they are um but that's nothing My, my kids have never experienced that and i feel guilty in a way but at the same time i just don't think not that i don't think ashland's safe it's just you just never know and so while, you know, they'll be outside a little bit, usually I have a, a pretty close eye on them. Do you keep those Apple AirTags on your kids? I don't. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Brian, uh, we were talking about this mom. She's gone viral on TikTok. Saying, hey, not so much strangers, but strange behavior. And I think this is interesting for parents and grandparents. Because, listen, we've, uh, I guess as parents, we've all had that moment when all of a sudden you can't find your kid for three seconds. There's nothing that's taken my breath away more in life than Where's Trevor? Yeah, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. So that great it's lesson. Scary. What was it your parents uh, taught you when it comes to, uh, comes to strangers? To be very careful. I uh, mean, to be very careful. Um, they say you're strange. Just shout stranger danger. Well, that, they, I remember seeing a video on that um, in, in in school. <clears throat> we certainly saw that. Um, but just just to be careful, I think that was important. But we've had. I mean. They are fairly rare, um, but I can think of right off the top of my head here in Missouri in the last, let's say, 25 to 30 years. Um, these names may be familiar to some of our listeners, but Angie Hausman, that was a that was a total stranger. Cassidy Center was a total stranger. And Haley Owens in Springfield was a total stranger. And all those, as I recall, happened during daylight. I mean, those were those were some pretty horrible um, cases. Governor Carnahan was governor when Cassidy Center and um, and and the, uh, the, uh, the Hausman disappeared. And I remember he and Senator Sims were very concerned. It was actually two different killers, and they were maybe a mile or two away. But then as parents, we also provide mixed messages because you've seen, and I've probably been that mom, uh, that's like walking up to Santa and your kid is like screaming like, no, and they're like, sit on this man's, sit on this. You'll do it and you'll like it. Strange man's lap. (laughs) And they're like, and they're like, just for the picture, you know, and they're like, I don't want to sit on this scary man's lap. And you're like, do it. And so like, you know, you got to be careful. And mixed signals. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, And then sit there for a couple minutes so we can get the right pose and quit crying and smile while you're on this strange dude's lap who's going (laughs) 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 Doug via text when I was little lived uh, down near Bob's Market off McCarty Uh, when I was five my brother was uh, my brother and I we'd get on the city bus and ride it down to the state capitol and play elevator tag wow (laughs) we used to play hide and go seek old famous bar in South St. Louis famous bar would be comparable to Dillard's Nowadays, yeah, uh, and it was we, a big store too. Oh, mm-hmm. famous bar, not a famous bar. I was like, why are you? <laughs> I was also confused. Yes, I remember the famous bar. Okay, uh, I've got some of those stories too. <laughs> I've been to some famous bars, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar with the saddle seats. Uh, it was called Famous Bar. Maybe it was Famous Sand Bar. I don't know. No, but it, was it was Famous Bar. Famous Bar, kind of a for middle class folks like us. It was a high-end department store Indeed. for middle-class folks, but it wasn't really high-end. 
Uh, and we would skip school and we would go there and we played hide and go seek all day on the elevators and the escalators trying to avoid our friends and authorities. <laughs> Can I share this one from from Brendan off the text? The only secret. So one of the, the things that this mom has gone viral for when it comes to your kids and grandkids is, hey, we work more on that strange behaviors, even if it is close family members. Uh, Brendan says rules, uh, the only secret you're allowed to keep from uh, from your from your uh, dad is if Uncle Jim comes over while dad's at work. <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> Eight, seven, That's a good one. Uh, uh, Nathan, saw a video of a kid doing a comedy routine yesterday. Mom and dad always tell me not to get in cars with strangers. Yet tonight we took an Uber to get there. Right? Yeah. Uh, mixed messaging. So when I w- was a freshman at Mizzou and I lived on campus in a dorm, um, I had to park over at Mizzou Arena. So it was a long hike to my dorm, right? I remember those days. Yeah. For you, not for me. <laughs> And there was, it was one of the first couple weeks of school, so the um, the buses weren't on a regular schedule just yet, and I did not feel comfortable walking over a mile, you know, midnight or so, back to my dorm, and so I called an Uber, and I just got lectured by the Uber driver the entire one-mile drive back to my dorm about how unsafe it was to get an Uber when I was by myself. Wow. Well, it seemed safer than walking by myself across, you know, Mizzou's campus, but I guess not. They still charge you? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, I when Hannah first started going to school, she would she would come here. God, this kid worked hard and still does. She would, she'd come here and do all this stuff, grab up, grab, grab up all of her books, change clothes, and head out. But it was like every time, because this walk she had to do, and like she would... Like she was packing a back, but not like a backpack you get at Kohl's, right. like a backpack you'd get at REI in Seattle. Like this backpack was stacked up this high and she'd put it Man. on and it was, uh, it was a heft. Well, and sometimes that's a, that's I would, sometimes I would leave Zimmer to quote, go to class and really just go back to my apartment <laughs> on Rock Quarry Road and take a nap. Yeah. Um, any more uh, do- uh, documents, any more classified documents been uncovered this morning that anybody has been aware of? More found over the weekend. I am buying into this idea that Democrats, they're the ones that are, are setting this up. And I, I, I say this uh, because, number one, it is really starting to make sense because Democrats are looking at facts. And here are the facts. The economy, gas prices, eggs, the border. Biden killed 13 of our fellow Americans, including one from Missouri because of his sloppy pullout in Afghanistan. Ukraine was invaded by Russia because of Joe's sloppy pullout if, of Afghanistan. That's not me saying that. Uh, that's NATO. Uh, so the Democrats are looking at all of these facts. And they're starting to do like we're seeing a lot of folks here in mid-Missouri that, you know, we talk about our new younger listeners that we have here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri because they're looking at the facts of what's happened since Joe has been president. And the Democrats are going, yeah, this is not good. Several folks over the weekend, including Representative Ilhan Omar, Adam Schiffer Brains from California, uh, both say, yeah, yeah, it's good that we uh, have an investigation. So you keep an eye and let us know if any more documents are found. Well, we, we will, and we'll certainly keep an eye. But, you know, and I'd, again, don't know where it's coming from, but it, it certainly has come out. And obviously a, a special counsel has been appointed. But 
you have <clears throat> looking at from the Democratic perspective, they did better in the midterms than a lot of people thought yeah. they would. I mean, so, yeah. you know, he is and he still has, <clears throat> you know, he still, I think, would be a formidable candidate. I don't know, whoever, if they put DeSantis, Trump, it doesn't matter. Whoever would run against him at this point, barring something unforeseen, President Biden would be tough to beat right now. I really believe that because mm. it's just, it's, it's the, with the math, it's going to be, be hard. Not saying we can't be beat, but it could be tough. Coming up just a few minutes from now, what is it like to be a storm spotter? We think back just a few years ago, uh, May 2019 tornado that hit Jefferson City and how important, how vital the role was of trained storm spotters. Training sessions coming up in mid-Missouri. We're going to cover some of those. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Of, uh, ...and receive an assessment from the intelligence community of whether there was an exposure to others of these documents, whether there was harm to national security. So back to the point of uh, Democrats apparently really want this to maybe happen to Joe's my take, and I feel like the congressman from California there, Adam Schiffer brain, saying, hey, uh, not only, and he's asking actually another good question, because we've, Stephanie and I have come up with a whole lot of questions, as probably you have too. Now, why do you have them? Sitting, and remember, sitting president of the United States. And when people talk about, well, the difference between this and then the other big story about document, you know, the biggest difference? This guy's the sitting president of the United States. Why did it take so long? Yeah, why didn't we learn yeah. about it? When it happened initially yeah. before the election, I think we probably know the answer there. <laughs> what were the lawyers looking for initially when they were they first discovered those documents? Because it wasn't just like, yeah, two men in a truck boxing up this document. There were lawyers reviewing the papers. What were they? Well, why were they doing that? Uh, how many other documents are out there? Yeah. Why do you keep papers in your garage? And well, the garage was locked, staff. <laughs> All right. Be Excuse me. Be easy on the guy. Okay. He at least locked it. Um, but Adam Schiff actually brought up a good point. And while those documents have been out there, who else has seen them? Who else has had access to those documents? What's interesting, we know one of the topics uh, found in the first batch... Where is the second batch? I can't remember at this point, but the first batch uh, documents is it related to Ukraine? You know what else is related to Ukraine? Potentially Hunter Biden using the family name to buy power and influence. Fox is going to have more on this coming up at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, Brian Housworth, producer Hannah, I am Brandon Rather. We talk about the tornado, Jefferson City. It's vital. Uh, that's you know a key point in the recent history of Mid-Missouri. And we talk about the role that storm spotters played in helping uh, emergency emergency management officials and media Zimmer uh, with our coverage that day. There's storm training coming up, storm spotter training coming up several areas throughout mid-Missouri. One of them, Boone County. Hannah Wishern, emergency management, joining us on the show. Uh, Hannah, so when are, when are these training segments coming up? Hey, Brandon. So the one that's in Columbia is coming up on Tuesday, January 24th. It's going to be over at the Crossing Church. Tuesday, January 24th. And what's one of the, uh, you know, with your involvement in this, uh, what's one of the coolest things? I mean, it's a, it's important. It's vital. Trained uh, storm spotters serve a very important function. Uh, but what's one of the coolest things you think when it comes to being a storm spotter? Um, in my opinion, one of the best things is just being able to identify thunderstorms as they develop and really 
understanding the storm structure and knowing, you know, what you're looking at and where to look for certain things so that you can know what you're actually seeing and being able to identify that. And if, you know, storm spotters, it's pretty cool that if you want to, you can report the, you know, the information that you're seeing to the National Weather Service in St. Louis to just kind of be, you know, the eyes on the ground and reporting that information back to them so they know what's going on in your area. And Stephanie and I, whether it's politics, whether it's youth, social issues, one of the things, uh, and Stephanie lives her life, talk about being of service with what she does um, when it comes to what she does here and, uh, and serving in office. And it doesn't always have to be politics. This is, I think, a way to get involved and to be of service. You can become a trained storm spotter website where we can go if we want more info on that training, which is coming up Tuesday, uh, January 24th. Yes, the website is ready.boonmo.org. And also, um, the link on there will tell you about the surrounding areas, storm spotter classes that are coming up, as well as some virtual options. Hannah Wisher in Boone County, Office of Emergency Management. Uh, Thank you for your help this morning. We have appreciated your flexibility. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All right. Uh, Originally, we were going to have her on an hour ago, and it's probably my fault trying to get in touch with her. You know, I heard that suspected dusting last week included at the (laughs) lake included some some thunder snow yeah. and it was i think storm spotters who had caught the fact that and i think that's one of the weirdest weather 